Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Nicholas Ashman from thebeatenfavorite.com. Uh, the great tip-off joins us now. The man who dominates on a Friday for us on Giddy Up. Hello to you, Nicholas. Good morning, Gareth. How are you? I'm very well. We'll get stuck into your races that you want to play in there on a Saturday. And we'll start with mm. the third at Rose Hill, which sees uh, these two or some star two-year-olds going around, including Prost at 280, Traffic Warden at 350, and Fearless at $5, even King of Rosal at $5, mm. um, given a top chance there. And Enhance at 750. Which one do you like here? Well, first of all, just kick off with our track walk information, Gareth. It's suggesting Ford of midfield lanes one to four should provide the bulk of the winners. So we're looking for those on-speed gallopers that can take advantage of what we think is going to be a reasonably distinct racing pattern throughout the afternoon. And I thought that what we saw from Prost in his recent trial was pretty pretty good. Um, it was going back, I was out at the trials on the 22nd. It was a Monday and uh, he ripped through in, Pretty good time. He caught 48 and a half seconds for the 850 metres. He beat his stablemate Shangri-La Express, who I think probably has a bit more improvement to come, but he still beat him. And Shangri-La Express is one of the best two-year-olds in Sydney at the moment. So he's won both trials, his preparation. He did go around 20 bucks in a breeder's plate. So it's hard to sort of work out what price he'll end up tomorrow. He's the favourite currently around that 280 mark. Uh, Some might say, well, given his SP on debut, he might drift, but he looks a much more furnished racehorse now, this campaign, and uh, his trial times are suggesting he's come back in really good order. So I think from barrier one, Timmy Clark has the option of you know, either leading or letting, uh, or letting uh, King of Rosal to, to go to the front, who does have that race, race fitness on each side. So fascinating race. The golden slipper picture will become a little clearer, but I think Frost, I think the favourite's the one to beat. The only thing I'd suggest... Yes. I probably would just bet on him a bit later. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily snap the two eighty just yet. I reckon you might get north of three bucks at some point in betting. In the Widden stakes for the two year old Phillies over the eleven hundred metres, this is another really interesting race. Which one have you found here? Yeah, again, uh, I was out at the trials on that Monday and uh, Alinea for Gay yes. and Adrian uh, was outstanding. Lady of Camelot won a trial, two trials back by nine lengths, and she, you would have thought she was gonna be the one, but both those fillies went to Randwick last Monday and both looked pretty good winning, but I thought Alinea looked even better. She was sort of a little bit more push-button in the run. Laddie, Laddie Camelot sort of seems as though she's got to be sorted along a little bit more. Alinea just sat there, sat there, sat there on speed, and when the others came up to challenge, she kicked away. She ran a faster overall time and a better last 600 metres than Lady of Camelot. So I'm going with her. I know she's got the slightly awkward draw. The 1,100 metres at uh, Rose Hill does go into the bend pretty quickly, but I think she's got the pace to offset it. I'm happy to take that 550 around town this morning. You're the king of the babies. There's no doubt about that. We go to the chairman's stakes there at Caulfield. Mm. Coleman at 230 with bet 365. Anisa at 250. Scampi's out the gate to 750. And they tell me counter-offensive, they're going to jump and run at lead at all costs. So that'll be interesting over the 1,000 metres there, Nicholas. Yeah, and look, he won a trial recently with similar things. Uh, that was back again on that Monday at Randwick, so... 
he went to the front there. He was too good for him, winning by three lengths. So I can understand why they want to adapt, ad, ad, uh, adopt the same tactics again. Oh, I can't understand why Anise is not favoured. I know Coleman was good on debut and has trialled well. But uh, we sent something out to our subs earlier this week to take the 280 on Anisa in the all-in market. I think she's the best filly in Melbourne uh, at, at the present. And I think she's the clubhouse leader from the fillies going towards the Blue Diamond. I think she'll win this and she'll firm in the second favourite behind High Octane. There is, upward, there is double figures for her available in the Blue Diamond at the moment. I'd be taking a bit of that. I took some at $12 yesterday myself. Her recent uh, works looks pretty good. And the rating she produced over this track and distance on the 2nd of December is superior to what any horse in this field has done. So for mine, she's a clear standout in the race. I do note that the uh, trial purpose, my good mate uh, BZ was saying that uh, um, Coleman has jumped out really well recently. And certainly the time that she produced recently in that jump out was good. But I'll go with what a horse has done at the races rather than what it's done in a trial any day of the week. Yep, totally agree. Race 8 there at Caulfield. This is the Belmain for the Mares. Wrote to Arataki at 380, a little deep at 480. Rich Fortune at $8. Who do you like here? Yeah, I like Wrote to Arataki, Gareth. It's a good race, this one, traditionally for Mares that have got a bit of class on their size. She should be giving every horse, at least in this field, 7.5 kilos based on her domestic rating. We saw Probably win this race back-to-back only a couple of years ago before that Prussian Vixen did it. It's a good race for these for these uh, star or you know good class of mares to take on slightly inferior gallopers. So she's the one for me around that 380 mark. All right then. Then in race nine, this is the second last. <laughs> Midtown Boss has been heavily supported at 230. Some say he's a good thing. Do you agree? Uh, I don't think he's a good thing, but he, he looks really exciting. You can see him winning this and then going to the to the Oakley Plate as a real lightweight uh, chance now. You're gonna. I'm gonna get booed off the stage here. The yes. uh, the proverbial stage number thirteen, Kin. I'm going again, Gareth. Oh no! You promised I us. I did. I did. You I'm breaking us. the promise. I'm at my kids' primary school right now, and I break promises all the time. So why not just break one more? Yes. Uh, I tell you what. The key, I think, I'm just giving her one more chance with the lightweight. She's an acceleration horse that really quickens off a bend, and she, her best figures today have come at Caulfield. She's down on 54 kilos. Just each way around that eight or nine dollar mark is the play for me there. It does set up a little better for her, I'll give you that. Um, mm. So yeah, but she, this has to be last chance. Well, just hang up on me if I go to tip yeah. again, please. Yeah, she didn't have the best of luck the other day. So um, yeah, we wish you the best of luck, and I love you being brave. Sometimes you just got to keep being loyal, and we're loyal to you as always. Um, enjoy the primary school. And yeah. um, whatever you're doing there, and have a wonderful weekend, Nicholas Ashman. We can catch all of your work on thebeatenfavorite.com. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon.